Yeah, uh, I got two more. One, uh, a red and a green. All right, now we are getting Michael caught up I don't here. Know, surprise me. Uh, with uh, two questions for Michael, who's in the car. Do it. Question one for Mike. I see boobs. Shh, shut up. I'm going to mute you <laughs> if you don't shut up. Jesus. She just flashed me. I'm sorry. On a zero to 10, 10 being really drunk, zero not drunk at all. Where are you now? Oh, man, I got a good buzz. I'm a little horny. I mean, uh... <laughs> Michael, who is the first actress to win three Emmys for three different comedy series? I'm really fucking drunk. Uh, I'm going to guess Julia, Julia, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. You know, I know what you meant, even when you called her Julia. <laughs> Seinfeld. Big Seinfeld oh, fan. She's right. oh, lame. Nobody likes that bitch. <laughs> I like Seinfeld. He's, he's just out of control. Here's a man who's usually wrong, but he doesn't care. Here's a man who things that make a bully go puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. And here's your host, Eric Zane. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, now I'm on board. Now I want to do another trivia challenge. Should look at some dates. So we're, the way it unfolds is we're all there on Zoom. And let's say there's 25 people. No, not tomorrow. And you get three strikes. And so, like, I asked player number one, trivia question. You get it right, you advance. You get a strike, boom, you got one. As soon as you get three, you're out. And then it whittles it down, okay? And then it gets down to two, and then the the grand prize champion is awarded. Kate says must have been before her time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was a while ago. It was uh, it was pretty regular. I think we did it like once a week, or did we do it every Friday or something like that? Yeah, we need to bring that back. We need to bring that back, and we needs and we needs. I sound like fucking uh, Gollum. Uh, we got to make it bigger and we got to make it better. So I got to think this out. I'm not going to rush into this. You know me. In fact, this is probably never going to be spoken of again. Uh, today is, oh, it's Earth Day. Lord. <laughs> uh, next week, no. May 6th. It's possible. Let me pencil it in, which means it could change. E Z S P. Trivia Challenge. Zaniac Trivia Challenge. 
Um, the problem is, though, it's the drunkenness. I hate drunks. I wanted to. I wanted to kill Kenny. He drank so much booze. Okay. God. Uh, I got to. Uh, I got to. You know, get everybody on the same page here. This is why uh, John Jamingo is annoying. Nobody cares about the mask thing. We're talking about trivia here. Every time, look at every th- single thing you've said here has been pertaining to the mask mandate being gone. Well, that's great. Good. I'm happy for you. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. I'm happy for you. If I acknowledge you, will you stop referencing it? No one cares about the shitheads in Philadelphia. You shouldn't even care. You're a Cherry Hill chode, for fuck's sake. Okay? You can't even afford to get to Philadelphia, let alone wear a mask in Philadelphia. Dumbass. Um, all right. So I'll work on that. Adam, the odd says when he put Philadelphia freedom, John in the chat, I thought he was singing along with gay Elton John. No, he hates the gays. He has to no man who so willingly throws out hateful slurs to the world can have enough acceptance to be uh, willing to embrace the gayness of humanity. It's impossible. The Cherry Hill showed, I seriously doubt would be accepting of that. Look at him. He can't stop himself. Here's a trivia question. Do you have to wear a mask in Philadelphia? <laughs> Answer. Never. No, it would either be no or yes. All right. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast. It is a, a really punchy, loopy Friday on the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week. And I am just so glad that you are here. This is now three years, three months, and I always screw this up, 16 I don't know, like 16 days. Welcome in. Welcome in to, uh, to each and every one of you. We've got a lot of uh, fun things planned. Uh, we're probably going to get, it's going to get off. It's already off of the rails. Okay. But that's okay. I want it to be off the rails. Um, as you know, my big radio news. Are you ready? I have massive radio news. That's why people are are checking the show out who may not. And if you have never checked out this show, um, all you need to know is that twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live is where you can catch it live every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Also, you can download the audio wherever you download podcasts. Shortly after it concludes at 10 a.m. I am going to be on Big 101.3 all next week. 
afternoon drive. Oh, my God. Yes, it's true. So that means when you get done with this show next week, this is huge because all this week I've been on nights. I've been the night slammer, okay, talking in between the songs. And what's remarkable is for a uh, five-hour show, I think the total talk time is maybe eight minutes. And it's, I, I have forgotten how much fun this is. I love this so much to be able to like play uh, the temptations and just freaking talking over it and hitting the post. And they make it so easy too, because on the software, when you record it, there's like a line in the, in the uh, sound file that you got to stop there. If you don't, you're going to step all over the temptations and you can't have that. Sarah says brick house. Oh, now that's not the easiest one to talk over. Okay. And because there's all the cat calls, they're like whistling going mm, 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 as the chick walks by, which by the way, if you're a lady and a guy refers to you as a brick house, um, how is that a compliment? A brick house? Is, does that have something to do with a uh, uh, so-and-so's built like a brick shit house? Did they in- initially want to uh, call the song Brick Shit House? Sarah says it is. If you're referred to as a brick house, I would think that that makes you... Uh, I, I picture a woman who's, uh, you know, like four foot five... And about 650 pounds. I don't know, man. Sturdy? Sarah says that's a sturdy woman. Why Why would you? No, you, you don't want to be referred to as sturdy. The fuck? Uh, John Jamingo adds Eric Zane spinning the hits for radio listening nitwits. Now, why would you... Why would you say that? Come on now. Radio listeners aren't nitwits. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen, you know, to the hot hits and then, you know, 18 minutes of commercials. What the hell is wrong with that? Uh, Jason Schaefer says that 36, 24, 36, according to Lionel Richie, who wrote the song Brick House 36 24 36 so that means a 36 inch chest a little waist and large hips right so that's an hourglass but 36 wow that yeah that 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 would be that would be something to see at least just to like wow my god how do how does that even happen she's a brick house she's hard as hell and hurts my head Maybe if she's five foot three, can't drop the E at a U. Sarah says, no, that was Sir Mix-a-Lot, you fool. No, don't they have uh, measurements? Don't they say measurements in the song Brick House? I'm pretty sure they do. 
John Jamingo says, radio is dead, Eric Zane. You can pick your own music now instead of having someone pick your music. Yeah, but are you are you crazy? Why would you not want to listen to someone you don't know play the hot hits like me and then, you know, give away $1,000 or something like that and, uh, you know, to a contest open to everyone in the country? And then how would you... You'd miss those commercials. And I don't know who would want that to happen. That's ridiculous. So that is my that is my gigantic radio news today that I will be on all next week, afternoon drive on Big 101.3. That is an iHeart radio station, uh, the biggest radio uh ownership company in America. As you know, I mean, who who wouldn't want to be a part of that? And uh so there you go, big 101.3, and that's 1013big.com online. Okay? We've uh, brought back the $1,000 paydays, too. So I think the way that works is between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., John, uh, if you're listening, you're going to hear the key word, and then you go to... Uh, the website 1013big.com and enter the keyword in buddy and you could win a thousand dollars all right speaking of uh working i should probably bring uh Stu mccallister in here for a friday why not you know i think we had him on last week when he was uh i was helping put out the uh jeremy and stew war Come on, big guy. Come on. Brady fan 1989 says no one has radios anymore. It's true. I've got one behind me. But they still have in their cars. I mean, you can still do that. You, I mean, and you can listen on your phone. I've reached the phone of Stu McHale. The fuck? Stu probably sleeping in before he uh, takes off delivering the dip and dots. Either that or he's got job interviews today. Okay, welcome in. So much to get to, and uh, wow, as we as we sit here and get started for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast, today is day number two or three, I believe, of the neighborhood garage sale. Okay, as we do this show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, before I get started on that, though, uh, remember, if you ever want to, excuse me, if you ever want to reach out to me, quickest, easiest, most painless way is an old-fashioned email. Eric at EricZaneShow.com, and that's E-R-I-C, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. The neighborhood has decided that they will combine their Wonder Twin powers, their superpowers, to make a neighborhood garage sale. So... Okay, if you want to sell something, this is the way to do it. And so the idea is they like um, post signs all around the neighborhood and they uh, out on the main road here. So if you drive by, you know, this is this is the weekend for it, you know, and it's like it's a fucking madhouse. Now, I don't want anything to do with that. 
um, I think it's insane because unless if I have uh, no job, if there's someone in this house who has nothing to do, then all right, you can plop a chair in your driveway and have randos go wandering through your garage and buy your garbage. And then at the end of the 10 hours of sitting in your driveway, you've uh, you got like 40 bucks in your hands. Wow, that's awesome. Um, I have a, a better option. Throw it away or give it away. It is not worth it, in my opinion, to do this shit. My God. But people love this stuff. And you get people from all different walks of life to show up in the neighborhood. And 95% of them are losers. So my neighborhood is full of some of the worst people on the planet. And uh, I am, you know, taking a look at all these people. And I'm like, my God, the newest car in the neighborhood is like a 92 Buick. And all right, that's bad enough. Uh, I got to take the dogs for a walk and there's so much traffic going through the neighborhood. I'm like, shit, man. That, you know, I got to be, I got to keep my head on a swivel because people are like driving by way too fast. There's cars on either side of the road. There's hardly any room for even one car to make it through. So I'm like, shit, I gotta, I gotta stay clear, keep my head on a swivel and stay out of trouble. And then that's the end of it. But these dogs need to walk. So I'm doing that now. It's important to note that as any of these losers from the surrounding communities come pulling into the neighborhood, there is an enormous sign that says garage sale patrons or neighborhood garage sale patron patrons or neighborhood sale patrons do not block mailboxes. And that's key. I live in this cul-de-sac where there's no room to park anyway. So if you're going to wander around to the few houses in our cul-de-sac that are participating, there's like six houses in the cul-de-sac, and I think two of them are participating in this stupid sale to sell the shit. Um, each cul-de-sac, each uh, uh, residence, you know, there there's no room to park in the actual bend portion of the cul-de-sac because in the entire area that goes around there's a mailbox in front of everyone's house so there's no room to park there's no place to park even if there wasn't a neighborhood sale there's no place to park you don't park in the cul-de-sac uh along the road because someone's mailbox is going to be blocked and you want them to get their mail so no one in the whole cul-de-sac uh parks actually in the cul-de-sac they're in their garage or their driveway or they park down the street to an opening where there is no fucking mailbox if at any one point i have to bring home the motor home like if i'm getting ready to if i pull the motor home in the driveway i load it up and then we're getting ready to leave and i uh and i have to hook the car up i pull it way down the street to a spot where there's no mailbox because i don't want to block my neighbor's mailboxes. I need to put it in a spot where it's convenient so no one is uh, impeded uh, for getting their mail. You want to screw up the mailman? What the fuck? It's just simple. And then I got to walk all the way down, hook up the car. I'm pulling the fucking dolly, but that's the way it is. You know, you deal with it. No big deal. 
So I'm keeping an eye out, and I'm wondering, should I be a Karen if someone does this? And uh, I even was like, since there's no one using my driveway, my next-door neighbor, the hallelujahs, I'm like, hey, Karen. Her name actually is Karen. I want, I've done this before. I've said, hey, if any of your patrons come over, have them park in my driveway. I don't want them to block the mailbox. It's okay if they park in the driveway. But I didn't say it this time. And um, so I take the dogs out right when this butt fuck borculo hillbilly with his fat, ugly, two foot tall wife comes pulling right in front of my mailbox with this old piece of shit truck, which well, it looks like mine actually. Um, So, you know, it's all rotted out on the wheel wells. It just looks like fuck. And, Not only is he right in front of my mailbox, but he's not like hugging the curb. He's about four feet off of the curb. And behind him is a trailer full of stumps. I am not even kidding you. It's like um, he's the guy who picks up all the wood in the neighborhood or in the whole city after a massive storm rips through. It's full of stumps and branches and shit. It's like this loser drives around picking up chunks of wood. And I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's business plan is to pick up chunks of wood, burn all his gas, and then sell it probably for like three bucks a bundle. And he thinks he's on a fucking get rich quick scheme. Jesus. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he parks it right so it's in front. It's definitely in front of the mailbox. And then the trailer is actually blocking my driveway. Not completely, but about half of it. Like in the spot where the driveway is, there's wood hanging out. I'm like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? And I've got to leave. This is, uh, I got to uh, take off and go let Jackie's dog out. And uh, he walks right in. He sees me and I make eye contact with him and his fucking bowling ball wife. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? And uh, Chris says, stump gathering hill trash. That is exactly Tim says, was it a paintball trailer? No, it was not his trailer. Um, Like the people that come collect scrap for free. No clue how they actually make money. They don't. They don't. That becomes art. They just throw it out in the front yard. That's what losers do. So we are attracting shit with our stupid neighborhood fucking garage sale. Oh, just the absolute worst. I'm not kidding you. This woman, I don't even think she had legs. I think she just had fucking feet attached to her torso. I've never seen such a round human being. Oh. Nick says your neighborhood needs a cluster box. See email I sent and bring it up at the next HOA meeting. You know, you're falling dangerously close into the uh, Kenny realm by instructing me to go look at emails. What are you doing? All right, here it is. Never block 
a mailbox again. And he sends me a cluster mailbox that we can put in front, like at the beginning, the entrance. No, you asshole. Why would I be interested in a cluster mailbox? Why would anybody be interested in this? That means we have to walk further to get our mail. That's bullshit. I got a better idea. Don't have stupid fucking uh, neighborhood yard sales, whatever the fuck they are, invite all these losers into our community. Get the fuck out of here. Cluster mailboxes. Dumbass. That's a horrible suggestion. You're the one probably driving through. It's people like you. Rick from TC Paintball says, isn't the rule that you have to kiss each other when you go to the cluster mailbox like on Seinfeld? Never watched it. Fuck Seinfeld. I'm sick and tired of everybody being shocked that I've never watched that fucking show. That show sucks dick, all right? Stupid. Kenny says everybody hates those. Yeah, that's a dumb idea. Your cluster mailbox. Shut up. Uh, yesterday on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, holy shit. I actually, actually did the show like legit in my underwear. And at the start of it, I you can see me. I'm in my underwear and I actually showed the crack of my ass. That is a reason to tune in. It, it has gotten to that point where we don't give a fuck. Oh, my God. And the, we had so much fun. You must see this. We didn't even get to half of the shit that we wanted to do. It's an hour and a half of fun on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. You must be part of it. A lot of people that I that are normally there were not, um, were not there. I didn't see Nick there. Um, let's see. Who else was there? Wait a minute. Sarah says, damn it, I missed that. Yeah, you missed me showing my ass. John Jamingo suggests that uh, the bet on Ben game is rigged. Do you get tired of being, of bitching about everything? Does that ever drive you crazy about how much of a eight-year-old chick you are, John Jismongo? It must be absolutely exhausting to be you. Seriously. Um, I'm not going to, uh, no spoilers as to what happened on the bet on Ben game, but it was absolutely fantastic. Okay. I'll just tell you that. All right. It's Friday. Another weekend is here. It's going to be fantastic weather. Holy shit. As I've indicated, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you so much. I'm a little terrified today, uh, grossed out. And I talked about this on the, pa- on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, but I want to get into it here. Uh, this is the trailer for the recently added Netflix documentary on John Wayne Gacy. It is a three-episode uh, show. People are really mortified by it. It is called Conversations. Uh, 
Let's see. Conversations with a killer of the John Wayne Gacy tapes. When Gacy um, started talking, finally, they rolled uh, tape and it was uh, they have about six hours of footage on him. This is fucking incredible. And I um, when this started to unfold, the abduction and death of his last victim turned out to be his undoing because I think he got a little bit sloppy and what he was doing. And there was some eyewitnesses that, uh, kind of turned the cops onto the guy that was in December of 1978. I have no memory of this whatsoever. Um, the first time I ever heard about John Wayne Gacy was when he was put to death in, uh, the mid 1990s. So, um, if I had ever heard about him, I was like, I don't even know what that is. For some reason, I, I guess I was shielded from it or just didn't pay attention. You know, the only time you ever heard about news back in 1978 was at the uh, on the six o'clock news or in the or in the newspaper, or something like that. And I didn't know how to read till I was about 15. But anyway, this is the trailer for this damn thing. It is unbelievable. Okay, John, go ahead. What I tell you is what I know is fair. I'm a power person. I enjoy power. Nobody else had the guts to pull off, but I pulled off. <laughs> so I outsmarted you again. Police today found six more bodies under the home of suspected killer John Gacy. Well, you can be walking down the street, and if Gacy lay eyes on you, you have now become his next victim. And they would say, you're a cop, huh? I'll do anything you want. Just don't bust me. That's scary. Everybody from the neighborhood knew Jack Casey. I was clowning him and appearing in at least 10, 15 parades. He was also a Democratic precinct captain. He seemed very personable, very friendly, but he could turn on a dime. There is a right way, there's a wrong way, and there's my way. Was he insane or was he evil? Was he a saint or was he evil? Young, I'm guessing he's evil. In the 1970s, there was so much prejudice. We find out that, yeah, there's a kid. He worked for Gacy. I haven't seen him in a while. I know this guy. He worked there. He's missing, too. A lot of officers were telling parents, they're runaways. Your, your kid will be back any day now. A lot of conversations with end with. Good luck with that. I just feel that I'm being cheated again in my life. With his sexual urges, that came out as rage. I heard a click behind me. It was a revolver, and he had it pointed at my head. Nobody wants to accept what the hell I say. He was playing a cat-mouse game with the police department. You can't let J.C. go. If he tries to leave, you got to shoot his tires out. Whatever was there, we had to find it. I'm accused of it so much that I said, well, I can do it. I don't even know if I killed him. I have no remorse. Clowns can get away with anything. Clowns can get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is fucked. I, hey, let me just tell you. Watch this thing at your own risk. I'm not going to spoil anything for you because it's, it's, uh, it's really excellent. And, um, you know, I don't want to take any of the punch away from it. If you're a true crime fan, like I am, uh, this is something else. I will say this though, um, about it. 
I don't think anything like this could ever happen again. And I think part of it is back then in the seventies, like you talk about, or like they talked about, um, when, when dudes were, would be missing, they would just say, ah, your son ran away. He's out doing drugs or something. They would never, ever, um, uh, pursue it they they would just dismiss the families they wouldn't even look into it any any of these missing persons cases and you the lack of technology uh made it that uh, information could not be uh, uh you know spread out there quickly and you know there weren't cameras everywhere it is absolutely heinous Kyle says back then parents were like, eh, one less mouth to feed. I don't think they were. Did you eat an edible again before this show? You could, you, you, there's no way you, you got to go on with your work day. I doubt that. Uh, Tim says it will happen again. Jeffrey Dahmer was about as bad. Yeah. However, you got to figure out the era then there weren't, first of all, there weren't cameras everywhere and the internet wasn't as pervasive when Jeffrey Dahmer started. Um, if you think about it, when was the last time you heard about a serial killer? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're just getting better because of the internet at covering their tracks. But this is absolutely heinous, ridiculous. You will not believe this guy's story. I had no idea about any of it. I, I, honestly, all I knew going into this documentary was that John Wayne Gacy was a serial killer. No clue about, and I want to like talk about all of it right now, but then I'd ruin it for you. So check that out on Netflix. In fact, um, it was, uh, Netflix viewers sick to stomach after watching John Wayne Gacy series, quote, one of the most disturbing documentaries I've ever seen. Three part limited series directed by Joe Berlinger follows the story of the aspiring politician, who worked as an energy. Did you know that he was like, he was a precinct captain for the democratic party in Illinois. Okay. So when the elections would go down, he was in charge of the precinct, making sure that no black people could vote. Uh, I, I take that back. He was the Democrat. So he was saying black people, come on in. Even if you don't have ID, just vote. In fact, you can vote a hundred times. All blacks can vote 100 times as said by me, John Wayne Gacy. Um, working as an entertainer at children's birthday parties while dressed as a clown. The show's official synopsis says he dined with, dined with the powerful. He preyed on the vulnerable. Beneath the smiling exterior was the horrifying darkness of a sadistic serial killer. Sentenced to death by lethal injection after confessing to murdering, well, 33 young men and boys. Uh, and yeah, and it just made its debut April 20th. According to this, it says uh, fans are repulsed by it. This person wrote, I mean, I'm obsessed with serial killers, but this Netflix series about John, uh, John Wayne Gacy is difficult. I just finished the John Wayne Gacy tapes docuseries on Netflix and wow, absolutely sickening. I don't, you know, I disagree. I would have to say Dahmer was a million times more sick because Gacy didn't eat dick. I mean, the, the simple fact that uh, when 
the cops burst into Dahmer's place. He had like a slow cooker cooking like uh, uh, some thigh. And on the in the oven, there was a roast face. And he was actually, when they walked, I don't know if you know this about Dahmer, but he was sitting on a couch. Uh, you know how like when you eat a carrot, um, he had a dick. And he was, hey, guys, how you doing? He was actually eating a man's dick and balls when the police, that's true, when the police went into there. And he said, I'll be with you in a second. I need to finish my dick. So I think that has to be the most disgusting thing of all time. That makes John Wayne Gacy look like, you know, a freaking Cub Scout. So I don't know how anybody could possibly say that the John Wayne Gacy set of crimes was worse than Dahmer. Dahmer's the worst of all time. He's, I mean, Dahmer's makes Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy and anybody else look like a walk in the park because he was eating a stiff, dead dick when the police walked in there. That may or may not be true. I thought it was true, but it might have, I might have dreamt it. I'm not sure. But he definitely ate his, uh, ate his victims. Jamingo says, wow, when true crime fans are disturbed, you know it's some fucked up shit. Chris K says, slaughter the Turks, filet of penis. Mm. Adam says, his significant other, Michelle, loves that shit. Makes me a little nervous. I don't watch any of those murder shows. Netflix is for comedians and comedies. Jeffrey Willis, the local serial killer. You see, that's a perfect example. That is a perfect example of uh, how you can't be a serial killer for the long haul because there's too many ways to get caught. Um, he, I think, killed two, and one hasn't been found. Local guy, Muskegon. All right. <clears throat> oh, hey, Insane Asylum. I have not yet even attempted to make it yet. Uh, that show, I'm going to get it done today and post it, and it's going to feature. Some of you are going to be really excited, but the Adam's Oddity song at the start of segment two is born under a bad sign by Doug Pennock and Dimebag Daryl. Yes, that's right. I have really, uh, there's been a lot of influence on the insane asylum, some of which Kenny even likes. I would think that the Doug Pennock Dimebag Daryl song, bo- uh, born under a bad sign, would be one that he would love. All right. That'll be a little bit later on. Patreon um, today happens. Uh, the Patreon bonus podcast happens after this podcast. If you want to check it out, that would uh, that would be a huge help. But you got to sign up for it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's more content uh, throughout the week, but you got to pay for it. It is not powered by the sponsors. This show, the free podcast, is powered by the sponsors. Patreon is powered by your hard-earned dollars, and I am humbled and thankful that you are there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you really want to help out the show, 
uh, throw some cash at it, and I will throw as much content. I will try to over. I over deliver. I do over deliver as much as I can on the Patreon. P A T R E O N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you listen to some of these folks, they're like, hey, sign up for my Patreon. We give you one bonus episode a month. Fuck that. No. The lion's share of what I do must be the Patreon. Okay. And you talk about the Patreon on the free one. And you tell them how important they are. And then you deliver. You deliver the mail on the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. 15 plus hours of content each and every week. Okay. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV bringing you this show today. E-R Vines. E-R Vines. E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Irvines.com. If you need a vehicle repaired, preventative maintenance, whatever it may be, they will take care of you if you are in West Michigan. Domestic, European, and Asian vehicles. Everything except for Volkswagens. EVs, hybrids, you name it. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Hang on a second. Something just popped into my head. You should join me on the show to talk about this, period. You do a good job at it, period. Sorry. Sometimes I think about something, and it needs to be taken care of. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. You need to reach out if you are in West Michigan and schedule a tune-up for your air conditioner. Uh, You're going to be reminded of that Saturday when it's like 80 degrees. It's a real bite in the ass, though, because it's going to be cold next week again. For God's sake, come on. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579 for the AC tune-up, 79 bucks. Uh, if you have serious problem, they can help you too. Schedule maintenance, preventative maintenance. If you're in a pinch and something's wrong, they can make a scheduled trip out or an after-hours service call, which honestly, um, if you have that going for you, uh, it, you know, you're in, you're in a world of hurt if you have an after hour service call, but they will take care of you and get either your heat on or your air conditioning on 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez says, I'll be in Vegas. Well, I'm happy for you. Have a good time out there. Joe Martinez and his lovely better half, Teresa are, uh, are going to go to the area brothels as a couple. You know, people do that. And Joe Martinez is one of them. He's going to go to the area brothels and uh, he doesn't even gamble. He just goes there because his wife says, we need to go to the brothels. It's unbelievable. What a relationship. Those lovebirds. All right. Joe's lucky because he's got his son-in-laws running things and his daughters running things while he's away. Okay. Yeah. Have fun. You bastard. 
Another um, serial killer comment. Dennis G. Richard Ramirez loved ACDC in real life. Yeah, he wore the ACDC hat. He was uh, seen wearing that when he would commit his crimes. The Night Stalker, which I still love the story of, you know, this was back in the 80s, and uh, he went to Houston to go see his brother, and they had a an idea it was him, so they put, you know, an APB out for him, and he was in all the newspapers, and then he comes back on the bus, and he sees a guy on the bus reading the newspaper, and his face is on the newspaper. He's like, uh-oh. And then the, they like, the guy tips, pulls the newspaper down, and goes, holy fuck, that's the guy on the front page, motherfucker. He pulls the handle on the bus, bus stops, he gets out, runs off. Hey, that's a night stalker. And he's in the barrio. So all the local Mexicans beat the shit out of him with a fence post. It was incredible. He's dead too. I think he died of cancer. All right. Um, boy, I've got senioritis for this weekend right now. I want to update you on uh, the Mike Tyson incident. Um, if you missed any of this, let me, I'll, I'll first get you up to speed. Tyson is on an airplane flying from San Francisco to Florida. Uh, I think he was doing business. He was appearing at like a cannabis convention. That's what people do whose lives, when your life is fucked up because for whatever reason, doesn't matter. And you finally figure out that if you smoke pot, uh, though trading one habit for the other, uh, your life is better. People get so into that that they want to tell everybody about it. Darren McCarty did that. He drank the total asshole, and then he finally started smoking pot, and then everything fell into place. His, his health improved dramatically. Uh, smoking pot to some folks is an unbelievably effective medicinal way to turn your life around. I I swear by it. I've never done it in a medicinal way. I think last time I smoked pot was the early 1990s, but you get people who are fucked up and they smoke pot and they instantly become like the most productive people and amazing people on the planet. Mike Tyson is one of them. So is Darren McCarty. And uh, it's not really for me, but uh, to some of these folks who are like, this is life-changing. So Tyson has been taught, been an advocate for it um, for quite some time. So all he wants to do is get on a plane and go to this convention. And there's some idiot who's treating him like shit. And Mike beats the shit. He gets up and beats the shit out of the guy. This is incredible. Now, don't worry. Uh, I don't think he's in any trouble, but this guy, trust me, he deserved it. So let's pick it up with Mike beating the shit out of him. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. There's always a horse, man. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Shit. Let's go stop back. This is so great. I love this so much. 
I like how the guy goes, hey, 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 Mike. Mike, stop. And then he mutters something. He continues punching this little fuck. Okay, so what in the world brought this on that would cause the champ to freak out? You know, here I am talking about this dude being calm, cool, and collected. You really got to be an idiot to, to screw this up. And this is the guy. This dude with the sad face and marks all over his head. This this shot right here is seconds before, and he doesn't have any marks on his head. He's mugging for some guy who's seated across the aisle. Tyson's like, oh, shit, here we go. I can't even do anything without someone treating me like shit. This dude has said hello to him. Mike said hello back. Mike got a picture with him. That's it. And then the guy wouldn't stop talking his ear off. And then, uh, and then it even got, it went even further, but watch how much of an asshole this guy is. Oh no. Great. Hang on. Let me get past this ad. One day I'll get this right. Idiot. Thank you to our friends at whatever this is. This poor kid can walk now. Uh, there you go. You can donate there. Here you go. Okay, so you can see Tyson's ignoring this asshole as he's talking his talking his ear off. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. He should have never gave you his money. Peasants. They're peasants. <laughs> All right, I hate this guy. I am so happy that this happened. Jet Blue, man. This is after he got the fuck beat out of him. Jet Flight. Boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Even in getting his ass kicked, he still doesn't have any sense. Yeah, he got fucked up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. I don't know what happened. Yeah, right. Just trying to ask for an autograph. I think there's a little bit more to it than that. Fuck that. Um, a little bit more on this. This is after the plane lands. He's in Florida now. And uh, the TMZ paparazzi dude doesn't have any idea, I don't think, what happened on the plane, okay? I don't think it's tra the, the viral videos traveled around the world yet, okay? Um, but paparazzi are there, and Tyson's fine because the paparazzi dude shoots this video. It's hours later. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Tyson's got a blunt. Is that, can you do that? Can you just smoke anywhere? Is that, I don't think that's legal, is it? Anything you want to say to your fans? No, no. I know they want to know something. Hey, hey, get away. Anything, Mike? What a horrible life to be one of these paparazzi guys. It's, uh, your, your job is to be annoying. You know, this guy wants to kick the dude who's got the camera's ass. Mike wants to talk to this guy. They're laughing at each other. This is hours after he just beat the fuck out of, out of this guy. If that were you or me, the first thing we'd be doing, we wouldn't be hugging anybody. We'd be like, hey, guess what happened? I beat the fuck out of the guy, out of a guy on the airplane. But Mike's like, yeah, oh, fuck. I'm just doing my thing. Get away. Go away. I'm allowed to do You're not doing your thing. Because I'm right here. Hey, Mike. Mike, 
Look at Tyson. He's great. Look at him. I'm telling you. He's doing stuff for the kids. People just want a picture. See, Tyson's really mellow. That, I mean, again, he's smoking pot. He's happy. This is a, you want Mike Tyson smoking pot. I'm guessing they couldn't smoke pot in the airport. Probably got a little bit anxious going through security. Could not smoke it in the terminal when he's walking to the gate. So, uh, you know, this guy rubbed him the wrong way, and then you beat the fuck out of somebody. That's what happens. Now he's fine. Look at He can't stop. He's being so great to these fans. Thanks, Mike. Anything, Mike? He's even being nice to the paparazzi guy. I don't know what that means. Basic economics. God, he is an absolute beast. He's fucking just so jacked. I mean, look at it. This is Tyson in 2020. Look at this dude. He's like 53 years old, 54 years old in this. He looks like he does when well, he's 18 years old. Holy fuck. Why would the fact that this guy, whoever that idiot was on the plane doing that and harassing him got him to freak out. Why would you why would you poke the bear? Oh my god. A little bit more about um about the incident. San Francisco Police Department said that uh, it says according to the report, the man continued to badger Tyson after he told him to chill. And the man, the man who uh, got beat up even threw a water bottle at him, at Mike. Two people believed to be involved were detained. One of them was the guy who got beat up and that one person was treated for non-life-threatening injuries. They added that the person being treated provided minimal details of the incident and refused to cooperate further with the police investigation. Well, at least he did that. So he must be super stupid because honestly, um, what he did being an annoying asshole in a court of law, if he sued Mike Tyson, he would probably win. So this guy has a, has a golden ticket here and he's so stupid. He's not even going to cash it in. So basically what you got here is he goaded Mike Tyson to beat the shit out of him, which is a golden ticket. And then refuses to cash it in because he's so dumb. Uh, Tyson's rep confirmed the man not only was harassing him, but also through the water bottle. Um, But according to Chicago-based attorney Andrew Stoltman, Tyson could face serious repercussions. Well, I don't know how if the guy's not going to uh, press charges, maybe through the airline. I don't know. Um. Historically trained fighters, mixed martial artists are usually held by police, both police and judges to a higher standard in part because it goes to intent. He told Fox news digital on Thursdays. What are you telling me that if I beat up somebody on a plane, I wouldn't be in trouble because I haven't been trained. First of all, that could never happen. A trained fighter realizes they have the ability to inflict extensive damage than a lay person in a typical defense 
And these sorts of claims are self-defense, right? Tyson was defending himself from this gentleman. Well, when you're the former heavyweight boxing champion of the world, that defense is almost completely eviscerated. It shouldn't be. I mean, he's, he felt threatened. Some fucking crazy guy's badgering him, uh, uh, throws a bottle at him. Uh, Stoltman explained that unless the man did or said something egregious to provoke the attack, I would say he did. Tyson is facing an uphill climb, and there are likely going to be felony battery charges filed against him. And because it took place on a plane, Tyson potentially could be prohibited from flying. We shall see. All right. He's a weird dude. Tough to talk to. Um, I had, we had an interview. I don't think it, we've hit it yet on the Lost Zane recordings where Julius and I had a chance to, inter- uh, chance to interview him. Maybe we did. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he was, plus I'm not a very good interviewer. So uh, it was tough to talk to. Weird dude. Cannot believe the guy wanted to goad Mike Tyson of all people. What a dumbass. All right. Uh, baseball, college baseball has handed down a punishment from this incident, this amazing incident. This is uh, what unfolded. We talked about it yesterday on the show. This guy right here is going from second to third. When he's going from second to third, this is some small junior college or whatever. He says something to the pitcher like, hey, your mother's a whore. So, you know, this pitcher freaks out and in a rare move, tackles the runner and starts a fight and points for the tackle here. This is Terry Tate, office linebacker. Watch this. Um, in case you missed it yesterday. North Central is taking the lead here in game one. Oh. oh, oh, my. Oh, no. What a hit. Oh, no. This guy, I love this announcer. He's, that was out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. He's doing something with his with his nose. North Central is taking the lead here in game one. Game one. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, no. Oh, no. This this, this announcer has the least effective... Um, you know, uh, voice when it comes to something dramatic happening. He goes, oh, my, oh, no. Oh, my, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my, oh, no. Game one. Oh, oh, my, oh, no. It would have been okay if he said, what the fuck was that? Oh, no. That was out of nowhere. That was out of horror. You can hear like individual fans going, get out, get lost. Woodward just attacking the, attacking the, sorry, I just, sorry, I'm just confused right now. And he'll step on home plate and sounds like Terry Ficarelli. Remember Terry Ficarelli? And the Muskegon Fury has scored another goal. And he's not going to say what ha ha ha. And there's another way ha 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 ha. Uh. 
dicks out for Terry Ficarelli. I wonder if there's any Terry Ficarelli clips anywhere. I'll get. I'll finish the story in a second. Terry Fick. Is he dead? He can't be dead. No. Uh, Terry Ficarelli. I need play-by-play. Fix greatest calls? Could this be it? I'm not kidding. Wait till you hear. Wait till you hear the way this guy talks. I'm a digging jury. I'm trying to get a win here at Mercy Health Arena. The, the Fury have a four-game losing streak, and they're looking to end that tonight with a win here at L.J. Walker Arena. Check this out. One sitting line, he's in with a shot, he scores! And Alex Weissman, Oshimo, and away we go! Bingo, bingo, bongo! Poop shakalaka, poop shakalaka, the game is high! It's too tummy, this coming! All right, now this is all of his exclamations. I don't want his exclamations. I want him actually knowing play-by-play when he's not freaking out and just saying, and a two-line pass, play is stopped. It's fucked up because they're playing the Benny Hill theme. Damn it. And you can't see it. I caught it. I caught it. Hollywood. You don't even need to see it. Cannot, I don't understand words there. What the fuck is he saying? Get in the pocket. Six, five, go. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Terry Ficarelli demo. If you struggle to lose weight, you must see this. No, we don't. We the don't have to see this. From the face-off in front of the Fury goal between the circles, corralled by Peter Sukonik at center for Todd Robinson, who steps on the gas, jackknifing his way over the Elmira line. He was dumped by Burgess. Robinson, soldiers on left circle for Domini. Behind the goal for Robinson. Todd Robinson at the back of the net still has it. Robinson still... It sounds like he's... um. You remember back in the day you would play a record backwards to hear, like, oh, hey, it's the, they're talking to the devil. That's what he backwards masking they called it. It sounds like he's doing that. He's doing something with a point to make him sound like he's talking backwards. Oh, behind that goal, right in front for Feesby with a shot, and that was blocked by Eddie Lowe. And Elmira breaks out. Feesby caught. Thompson over the pure line on right wing. The shot, take the save, and he pounces on top of that one at the left side of Cringe. Ah, yes, the Fick. Harry Fickle, really? 
Mahegan Fury. Kate says it sounds like he's in third gear. Where was I? What was I talking about? Okay, so the punishment. Now, I said this yesterday. I talked about it on the show. What's happening to if there is any punishment for the pitcher? It should be no more than what you would get for any brawl in baseball, okay? And sometimes that happens in a baseball game. So, but they are, the school is overreacting. They've kicked this legend off the team, the pitcher. He's gone, and he may even be expelled from the school. Now, they've been suspended, and the guy running around the bases who was talking shit, he admitted to saying something terrible, probably about the guy's mother. He's been a he's been suspended too. Uh, let's see the conference, which is the North Texas Junior College Athletic Conference, which is actually lower than high school. The North Texas Junior College Athletic Conference, the NTJCAC, guys. Uh, initially announced that the pitcher had been suspended four games. The base runner who was ejected for taunting was suspended for two games. In my opinion, that's it. Problem solved. Uh, other players were ejected for uh, their roles. Um, conference suspended for two games, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> the school said that the kid is off the team. They they have kicked the kid off the team. We do not condone this type of behavior. We have worked hard to build a program with the highest of standards. We are completely embarrassed by this incident. What the fuck? The unfortunate events at Weatherford College will be used as a teaching moment. Okay. That explains it. If anyone uses that type of uh, language, a teaching moment, you realize you're dealing with uh, woke culture. That's what this is. So if you take something as American as a baseball brawl and actually um, punish severely in in a way that is inappropriate, it's because you have woke woke culture leading the way at this stupid, uh, what amounts to basically a middle school baseball team. So if you ever get in trouble and someone says, well, we're going to use this as a teaching moment, or if they say, yeah, you're going to have to be better, you're dealing with woke culture here. So that's 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 what this is all about. We're using this as a teaching moment for our student athletes to help ensure these athletes, these incidents with our athletes do not occur in the future. So the kid got kicked out. That's it. You can't play baseball anymore. That is awful. I don't get it. Come on, guys. It was great. Oh, my. Oh, no. What just happened there? Okay. Uh, Adam, I have not yet forgot about your cameo. I think he wants me to read a short story to him or something like that. What the fuck? 
I am going to do that, though. Don't worry. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. If you want to hire me on Cameo, uh, I've always loved doing those. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. That might be serial killer behavior, Adam. You want me to read a short story to you? While I am going to do it, uh, I am I'm wondering if there are bodies in your basement because that seems serial killer type of behavior. Reading a short story to you on the cameo. Totally kidding. Don't take it personal. Uh, all right. Terry says everything woke turns to shit. Well, not all of it. Some wokeness is important. There is some need for wokeness when it comes to like equal rights. And frankly, I've said this before. Some people do need to be canceled. I am all about select cancellation. I am not. 100% opposed to cancel culture. It's a case by case. You know me. I am not a broad stroke brush type of guy. If you look in my basement, I am a no stroke brush kind of guy. All right. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hang on a second. I'm getting distracted here. This is how it's going to be. For the rest of this show and the rest of the day, frankly. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation. If you need flooring installed, this is who you call. 616-318-0167. Thank you very much for being part of the show. If you're ever in a spot, and I will be if I would get my fucking act together, getting the flooring installed, this is who is going to do it for you. Please bang on the door of the sponsors 616-318-0167 they'll show up to your residence measure the place tell you uh then they'll go home figure out the math hey this is the estimate to get your flooring installed if you like you rip out the old stuff yourself that'll save you money this is the most cost effective way to have flooring professionally installed. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home is where you buy the flooring. Separate business. Also local. If you are in West Michigan, we're blessed to have the discount outlet. The Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home discount outlet. Just so you know. One man... Dude's name is Darwin, owns Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. It's the main showroom in Granville, Michigan. A few blocks to the west, he has his big warehouse right behind Little Caesars on Chicago Drive. And it's a beige fucking pole barn with a small red sign on it. It says Johnson's. Pull in there. That's where the stuff is priced so incredibly low. Uh, Darwin, since he's blessed with the discount outlet, he bangs on the doors of the manufacturers and says, I'll take the best-selling brands that have been selling for you and for me and buy them in bulk. All the manufacturers say, well, we will sell it to you for lower since you're buying so much of it. He's going to sell it. He does. He knows he'll sell it because he, 
He buys so much of it, and he knows you've bought it in the past. So he stays with hot uh, trends, buys the product, and prices it lower because he's got so much of it that he got it for a lower price himself. So you save a lot of money. This is classic passing the savings on to the customer. Now, when you go in there and you see Kent drop the E at a U or uh, Aram, the five foot two Armenian who works there, not Aram, who always writes to my dad. He's in Nashville. It's another dude, another Armenian named Aram. I've got two Armenians named Aram. You mention my name when you go in there, you will save 10%. That's awesome. That's how they do it at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. If you need flooring, you go there. Even if you hate my show, go there and save the money. Don't be dumb. All right? Uh, in one week and one day, we are going to meet at Bosco's Pub with the usual suspects and new people. If you've ever wanted to hang out with me at Bosco's Pub, Saturday, 2 p.m. Not this coming Saturday, the 23rd, but the following Saturday, 2 p.m. On that day, we got a whole bunch of shit planned because we're going to hang out at Bosco's Pub for a late lunch. Some of you liquid lunch. And then... I'm going to leave and you're going to pass out in the parking lot. Then you're going to wake up. Oh God, I got the grogs. And then you're going to drive over to Berlin Speedway where we're going to hang out again. And I'm actually dropping the green flag. Don't re- and remind me. I will remind myself. I'm giving away tickets today at the end of the show for Berlin Raceway. All right. So Bosco's pub a week from tomorrow. They are in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terrace Square, boscospub.com don't go anywhere I have to go tinkle okay and no Dean I'm not going to play the naked gun thing Calfade Sarah Rukrakrush texts me and then she just saw me look at my phone and look at the camera don't forget wash your hands no I didn't wash my hands. I wanted to get back here to you. I'm not going to, it's my balls. Who cares? It's my penis. And I didn't piss on my hands. I, I'll be the first to admit, I do not wash my hands every time I go tinkle. And I would say that when I poop, I wash my hands 5% of the time. I'm totally kidding. That's just horrible. There was one time recently when um walked the dogs and I picked up like three or four piles with the bags. And then, um, you know, you're technically not touching feces when you use the bags. You're not. Your, your hands are not. Like, if you wash your hands and then used a bag to pick up poop, you would not have shit on your hand. If they did a, a test microscopically, there wouldn't be any shit on your hand because there's a barrier between your hand and the shit, right? Unless I'm getting this wrong. And then I found myself like taking my hand and putting it into this bag of almonds and just and like I'm chomping them. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's even too much. That's horrible. Great Gabagool writes, can't wait for July. Handshakes of jizz, 
feces and pee-pee. Very gross. <sighs> Last hockey game tonight. What else is going on this weekend? We got a hockey game tonight. Okay. Today is what? 22nd. We got a hockey game tonight. Um, oh, tomorrow is sorority day with Madison. And then the 24th, we're celebrating Jacqueline's birthday. I wonder if I can get Madison on here. She's probably went to bed like half an hour ago. That's what college people do. Madison's hilarious on here, by the way. There's no way. Yeah, she might. I don't even know if she has Friday classes. If she doesn't have Friday classes, she's she's sound asleep. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. Come on, nobody wants to talk to me today. How about Stu? Call Stu back. Get him in here. Maybe. I'm such a loser. Does anybody want to talk to me? Anybody? Maybe. No. Shit. Oh, I get so lonely. I think I'm going to Katmandu. That's where I'm really, really going to. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on. He's already annoyed with me. I can tell. Hey, Stu. Yeah, I'm here. What's happening? You sound like you're like uh, ready to kill somebody. <laughs> I'm in East Tallis. Of course I am. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah, I know. How much are you delivering today? A lot. You got a lot. Those people in East Tallis love dipping Dots? Uh, it's a new placement, so I'm assuming they probably do. Yep. Okay. So I imagine that's big news in that community. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a whole lot else going on in Taos. What is the type of store that it's in? Like a hardware store or something like that? It's always like a weirdo place. No, it's uh, a movie theater, actually. So is there someone for Dippin' Dots who is banging on doors saying, Hey, I'm so-and-so from Dippin' Dots. Would you like a Dippin' Dots freezer in your store? It sells. Uh, there are a couple guys like that, but then I think a lot of the times people just reach out to us. Like they reach out to Dippin' Dots and they're like, Hey, we're in the middle of East butt talk. Uh, can you get us Dippin' Dots? And then they're like, Oh yeah, call these guys. And, I would and think. I, and then I drive to East house and deliver Dippin' Dots. My God. I would think that with an aggressive sales force, they could like, uh, improve the amount that they sell by like a hundredfold. <laughs> Maybe. Because, you would think, right? Yeah. I mean. Because let's say with a load of Dippin' Dots, the yeah. people who buy the product, they can price it whatever they want, right? They can resell it yeah. for whatever they want. So if they pay oh, yeah. like a buck and a half per unit, they yeah. can sell it for five bucks a pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are some guys who uh, straight destroy, but you got to be in like, uh, it's got to be like a summer town or whatever, you know? Uh, some of these communities that uh, people go up north and, and, uh, 
almost like uh, tourists, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be in a touristy town. And so you, you hit where the iron is hot. Like, you can't sell even out to like five bucks a pouch in the winter. That's just no. not going to fly. No. If, what if you like have a business that only, that is entirely dependent on tourists? Can they yeah. only uh, get like shipments during the summer months? Uh, I mean, they can get it from us anytime they want, oh, okay. but I mean, just a lot of the stores, like we think of like Mackinac city, yeah. like, I mean, most of those stores are only open like May to September. I know? would. Yeah. Now I wouldn't, do they actually have dipping dots on the Island? Uh, we, on the ferry, I don't think there's a place on the actual Island though. Okay. Cause if it was on the Island, they could uh. sell it for, seven or eight thousand dollars per <laughs> per pouch yeah they would destroy i hate that place Stu. i'm not a fan either oh my god you and i are are like brothers from another mother <laughs> we really are i know it's weird man in many ways we connect in very ways and other ways we're like disconnected so you think that there's ways that we don't connect yeah, there are some ways that you and I are not uh, not head on. Uh, not, not too many. Yeah. Okay. But not enough to hate me, right? Why would I hate you, man? <laughs> well, no, I know that. I was just I was just making sure. You know, because it seems yeah. like it seems like we're like extremely uh, we're we're on the same page so much. I think it's uh, just we're both full of hate. I think sometimes at different, different spots in life, because there have been times, Stu, when I've been full of hate and you've talked the hate out of me. Oh, sometimes I can do that, I suppose. But lately, I would say 99 times out of 100, the hate's been in you, Stu. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, <laughs> speaking of hate, did you see Mike Tyson beat the shit out of that guy? I did. It seems like that guy deserved it, yeah, right? It was excellent. It was so enjoyable to watch because everyone's <laughs> everyone's known known someone like that who's a total drunk asshole. And in your mind, you're wishing. It's almost like you said, man, I wish Mike Tyson was here to kill that guy. And it actually happened. Mike <laughs> Tyson. Happened. It, was, it came to life. Yes, Mike Tyson beat the fuck out of some drunk fuck. What, what happened to Mike, though? Did he get arrested or anything? I mean, do we know what happened? I actually have follow-up. Uh, when he oh, got to right. Florida, he was uh, in uh, seen in the airport that he landed in, signing autographs, being sweet to people. And um, the, the cops talked to the dude who got beat up, and he refused to cooperate. So I don't know uh, if there would be anything. He might. He could get in trouble with the airlines, though. Mike could. Right. Um, right. And that could be a problem. But, you know. I mean, wasn't it like Spirit Airlines or something? I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah, why is Mike Tyson on some shit bag carrier? Right, that's what I'm like going. He, why isn't he flying private like himself? That's yeah, he's, it. he's like hanging out with all the losers. What the fuck? You know? Uh oh, your phone might have East Towers. hooks. Yeah, your phone is is starting to get weird. Is that an East Towers thing? Oh, yeah, I am just getting into the town of East Tower. All right. Um, well, what the fuck did I want to talk to you about? I guess nothing. I guess wrestling nothing. Wrestling tomorrow, man. Yeah, there is wrestling tomorrow, but I am booked. What? Uh, wait a minute. What time is wrestling at? Seven I or eight? I think it's at seven, I think. 
Mm. You got a hockey game? No, I don't have a hockey game. But oh. my daughter, I, I got to find out the time that I've got to accompany her to this this thing with her sorority. I'm going. Oh, okay. I'm like a sorority dad, you know. Okay. And then, I don't I, know and, what that is. It I don't either. Like a porn. I, it does sound like a porno. But all these dads are getting together with their sorority daughters at the sorority oh. house for like a bash, and like oh. everyone's going to be doing keg stands, and I think. That and I don't drink, so I'm gonna yeah. be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Maybe it's gonna turn into some crazy scene where dads are having sex with their kids. <laughs> yeah, the stepkids and my stepdad. Yeah, I don't know about this sorority thing here. Yeah, so, I don't know, dude. It sounds it sounds suspect. Well, I'm not. I I've never, you know, been. Well, I was not in a fraternity, nor were you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was. Um, but my the sorority, my daughter, she is loving life. She is good. She's it's really worked out for her. And I'm like, all right, well, good. Knock yourself out. I right, right, right. I have turned into dad, who is you know, I learned this long ago. As soon as they turn 18, they got their minds made up. They don't want to talk to right. you. They don't want to hear any of your input. <laughs> they want to go and let and live life. So I was like, oh yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, go for it. And that, that is the key to life. If you have kids say, yep, yep, you're, you're in charge. And then they fuck everything up. And then <laughs> it, they come back to you and you go, wow, I'd love to help you, but you told me to fuck off. Right. right. So, you going to touch that stove again? No, you're Yeah, not. there you go. You learn something you learn. That's right. how people learn. Dickhead. I'm not, <laughs> I'm out of the way. I'm over here banging your mom. <laughs> in a different kind of porn. Right. Stu, are you going back to the counseling world? There's rumors on the street that you might yeah. be going back. Yeah, there are there are definitely rumors. I've thought about it for sure. I got to get my license again. Yeah, Lord knows do it. Give me I my think, license I think again. you need to do it, and you need to open up your own practice, and you actually need to call it Go Fuck Yourself Counseling, okay? Or, <laughs> I or something say like punch therapy. Yeah, or something like <laughs> Tough Love Counseling, where, you know, and you can do an ad where you go on there and you look pissed and you say, hey, you sick and tired of your asshole family members making excuses? Have them come to me so that I can tell them that they're fucked up and uh, beat the shit out of them and throw them through a table. And then you, I'll be a prop. You grab me and throw me through a table. This guy's, and then so I, I get up from the wreckage and I'm like, oh God, I was a huge pussy and I'll blame my world, uh, world's problems on everybody. Then threw it, Stu threw me to it, threw it to fucking table, and now I'm fixed. And here you go. <laughs> it's definitely a good idea. I don't think anyone else is doing that. Okay, Stu, you got to make it happen because uh, I think you indicated you're you're only going to live for like a couple more years. Didn't you say that recently? Yeah, yeah. okay, I got about five years left. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. you need to earn some cash, and you need to uh, when you die, give me the money. Done. <laughs> <laughs> No, you would end up uh, donating it to some cat shelter or some shit. All right, crash is landing. I'll give it to them. All right, Stu, enjoy the day. I love you. Right, I hope you're feeling okay. You, okay, and and have a good rest of your day. All right, man. Stay away from Thomas. You got it. All right, burn All right. it down. Burn it down. Bye. See ya. I love that man. I love him so much. No, that's the type of counseling the world needs. There's a, there's a moment in time 
on the Lost Zane recordings where it stopped being a comedy show and we started getting serious. Stu was filling in for Julius and Ben was in there. <laughs> I think Ben I got upset about something. Ben was a little bit more fried back then than he is now. I don't know if he's smoking pot or what, but it's life is much easier now, I think, for Ben. He was struggling more back in the day in the uh during the BBL years. But uh yeah, I think uh, Stu was had his counseling uh, uh hat on at one moment and uh it was got a little moving off the rails. Referring to the sorority part uh party, Tyler says daughter swap LOL. What the fuck? You sick bastard. Adam says I saw a book called How to Unfuck Yourself. Uh Kenny is so he has this uh this method. I'm not sure what it is, it doesn't matter, but he's the Nick and Kenny. If they're in uh, writing something, it's usually fucked up. The typing is always such a disaster. Uh, Stu, he wrote Stu's go G yourself counseling LLC. And then he wrote F yourself. Damn phone. Thank you, Andrea. Um, no, it isn't the keyboard. It's because you type and you hit send before you read. That's why you gotta, you gotta look at it before you send it. Don't you do that? Am I the only person who proofreads before they type or before they hit send? He says, it's a phone. Yeah, but, and then he writes, autocorrect is a bitch, asshole, but you have eyes. You can look at it, right? Can't you, can't you uh, uh, go back and edit what you type? Is that no longer a function on the phone? I don't understand how that's impossible. He's acting like the phone, like once you type it, it stays there permanently. Uh, this phone call with Kenny brought to you by boring Dean. Hey, Hey, Kenny is this, are you making a suggestion that you can't like edit your words? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I am. Also yeah, it's, trying it's, to work. It's, it's a yes or no. It's a yes or no question. It's a multitasking fail is all it is. And the phone just always like wants to do the opposite of what I want it to do. Still, it's just frustrating. Still a yes or no question. The question stands. <laughs> and that question is, can't you go back and edit what you type? Yes. Not or once no? I send it. I, before you send it, can't you go back and like read it? And then, oh, there's an error there. I better fix well, this before I send is, it. Well, look, the thing is, is that on Twitch, on the app, on a phone, like when you start, all of that's gone. You can only see the last few words. Ah, uh-huh. I see. All right. Scrolling. So it's just frustrating. That's all, man. This phone call by Kenny brought to you by Z Speed Mobile Mechanic. All right. Well, this hang up brought to you by me. <laughs> oh, shit.
Kenny gets a win. Rick says, I agree. That was a Kenny victory. Rick indicates that, and I, I can't argue with that. That was classic. You made everybody laugh, which is nearly impossible. How? Kenny, are you actually, with that win, perhaps somehow wor- working yourself into the good graces of the population on this Twitch stream? Holy shit! That is exciting news. It's a great Friday. I'll tell you that right now. Great Gabagool says, retire now, Kenny. That'll never be topped. Fucking unbelievable. Well done, Kenny. You just kicked my ass. And I'm I'm proud of that. I'm very, very proud of that. <sighs> All right. Don't forget about the Just Chirpin podcast, justchirpin.com. J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N, justchirpin.com. You can get them on Apple Podcasts or on their website, Spotify too, justchirpin.com. All right. If you're at a, uh, I've had this happen. If you're at a Porta John or an outhouse, and you drop your phone in the toilet. I didn't have this happen. I've had something close to this happen. Are you going to go get it? That's That phone is gone, right? Closest I came was when I dropped uh, the first installment of A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, the first book is actually called A Game of Thrones into a Porta John at the Little League field uh, field just down the road from me. Classic story on the radio. Drop the fucking phone. Not the phone. Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with me? I dropped the book in there. It's staring up at me. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, why would I even pause? If a baby fell down there, you wouldn't go down and get it. You'd just go, hmm. Okay, well, see you later. Woman dropped phone down toilet, then fell into the fetid juice, trying to save it. Tyler says, fuck that book. So GD boring. Yeah, I made it. I read every single one of those up until the last one. I read half of the last one, and that's when I waved the white flag and gave up. Really overrated. When you're describing what is inside of an outhouse, and you use uh, not only the word fetid, which contextually i am able to figure out that it it means well what you would think it would mean but juices my god the word juices is a uh, very versatile word man i mean you can use it to describe like uh the juices from like the pork tenderloin that you're making or the juices uh, as you put the citrus uh, uh, blend into the Vitamix. Uh, 
or it could be a sexual term when describing the moisture buildup on a lady's private parts. That's a good thing. These are all good things. And then to describe fetid shit as juices. Oh, God. <clears throat> so bad. Now, it says here that the woman fell headfirst into the toilet pit. Um, boy. Okay. The unidentified woman in her 40s was at the top of Mount Walker in Olympic National Forest, Washington, state of Washington. She dropped her cell phone into the, into the uh, as it says, the human waste filled void. And I like how in this, um, I think this was sent to me by, by uh, Jason Schaefer. Was it? Did you send this, Jason? Yes. He said, can't blame her. You got to do what you got to do when you can't get a new phone just yet. I think that's a reference to the queen of the forest. <clears throat> I remember one time Diana dropped her phone in the pool. And uh, I was cleaning the pool. This is at her old house. Cleaning the pool. And uh, all of a sudden, she's in the water with her with her clothes on. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, drop my phone. And this was you know, old school. I think it was like a Motorola or something like that. That was ruined. Nowadays, your phone lives if you drop it in the water. Then she dropped the phone in Lake Michigan. That one stayed there. Uh, now she just wants a new phone because it's old, but works fine. The local fire department said, uh, they, uh, sh she went to great lengths to get it back. She attempted dis to dismantle the toilet and retrieve the phone. After disassembling the seat and housing, she used her dog's leash to try fishing it out. Eventually, she used the leashes to help support herself somehow, which failed, and she slid into and fell into the vault head first. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the mortifying feeling of the impact of years of piled fucking feces and this isn't like the kind of if you notice this i don't think this is the type of uh, outhouse where you know like the plastic porta john that the dude shows up with the <laughs> i think this is the type that just you know this is rustic it probably no they i take it back they they probably do empty it i would be surprised if it just sat there but sometimes those things, it takes a long time. They, 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 like, let it pile up, you know? It looks like fucking Pizza the Hut when you look down in there. She fell. I guess she was, like, leaning in and hanging on to the leash while she's, like, with one hand reaching down into the toilet, the other hand is hanging on to the leash, and then the leash gives, and then she just falls face fucking down into it. Oh, how spectacular is that? If that's your wife, you know, it's like you just, you, she's dead. You don't have a wife anymore. She's gone. <clears throat> Am I right? How great is this? And, and, uh, you know, boo to whoever didn't shoot video of this because you owe it to the world. If your wife falls into a pile of 
pizza, the hut size shit. And it's all like, you know, gigantic clumps of turd are on her and falling off like, you know, rolling off of her face. She's covered in urine and tampons and paper and uh, complete biohazard. You got like, honey, I'm coming as soon as I take this picture. And you snap that thing. You you do that. You should have been shooting video the whole time. Because you could be very, very wealthy if you sell that uh, bit of imagery to whomever. She managed to find her phone after 20 minutes of rooting around. Uh, uh, so she's like, fucking squishing it between her fingers trying to find the phone <laughs> and then she's got to put it up to her face oh i fell in the shitter this is uh where it all goes down this uh national forest oh jesse says Reminds me of the jackass bit where they shot the dude in the porta potty into the air and it spilled out all over him. Yeah. I think this is worse though because of the amount of time she had to spend in it. Tyler says, poor Diana. If she ever falls into a porta potty, hang on, honey. I'm going to Facebook live with this. Absolutely. Nick writes, quote, your honor. I'd like to introduce this article as evidence of my divorce grounds for divorce. Nick also adds, I hope she's up to date on all of her hepatitis shots. Yeah, you don't know. And she you're exposed to the worst of the world. I mean, seriously, I would rather be uh the Auschwitz gas chamber cleaner uh than this chick right here. That would be a better job than uh, having to get to be inside of there trying to find the phone. I would be like, well, I would take that 10 times out of 10 over this. Let's be honest here. The fire department actually got her out of there. Okay. They created a makeshift platform. When it said that in the story, I thought it was like they were saying, all right, uh, Push all the shit to one side and climb out. Uh, they set up a makeshift platform so she could stand and they hoisted her up. Oh, God. That's worse than running into a burning building. My God. The fire department got her out of there and then they turned the hose on her. They actually said, all right, here we go. That scene from Rocky. Not Rocky. What was that movie that Sylvester Stallone was in? That they hosed him down. Over the top. Uh, rhinestone, uh, cliffhanger, fucking a Rambo. That was, it was the first Rambo, first blood. They, they actually turned the hose on her and gave her some white overalls, similar to what forensics teams wear at a crime scene. She said she wasn't injured, turned down the offer of transportation despite being advised to get medical help after being exposed to so much human waste. She thanked the emergency responders, continued on her way back to California where she is from. 
fire department said that the patient was extremely fortunate not to be overcome by toxic gases or sustain an injury. Wow. Let the phone go. I like these guys here in the photograph, you know, they're like, yeah, all in a day's work. No, no. Oh. Another good joke. She got hosed down worse than a dude at a civil rights march in Alabama in the 60s. I added something to it. It was like trying to find the flag in the nostril in Family Double Dare. I think there's something going on in the audience pertaining to me struggling to get movie titles. Great Gabagool has tipped me off. You see, you you can't let me know about it. Then I'll stop doing it. You're you're blowing it for everybody else, Great Gabagool. I just struggled with the movie title. Then Ding Dong writes at Pellerito, get it. And then he says, timestamp. You may have just tipped your hand. You idiot. All these folks have been working hard trying to get a supercut of me struggling to find movie titles. And you just blew the surprise, you stupid shit. Your own words are your undoing. All right. So the so the cat is out of the bag. Hey, it happens. What can I say? Uh, I don't even know who Greg Gabagool is. He says, and uh, Nick says, nice, Jason. Way to go off to the penalty box with you. I'm not even sure who. Jason who? Who the fuck is that? Oh, that's Rogers, isn't it? I knew it. That's Jason Rogers. Uh-huh. Hey, I have a, I have, I'm pretty sure there's a, 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 like a Facebook message, a group message where you guys talk shit about me. It's either that or a Facebook group page that I am not aware of. I'm not, I don't remember where it is, but I'm reasonably sure there was a Facebook group called the page Eric doesn't know about or some shit. I don't look at it. I don't even know where it is. I don't even know what it officially is called. And I don't want to know you fucking idiots. The second I know, that's the second that I start to get butt hurt. And so I don't I don't want to know because then I'll be sitting there wasting my time looking at all of you idiots and the dumb shit things that you say trying to fuck me up. So no, you can take your stupid uh, uh what a group message or whatever the fuck it is and have your fucking fun. I don't care. Kenny says, doesn't know what it's officially called. Names it exactly. I named it exactly. Is it called the group Eric doesn't know about? Facebook group? I, see, I'm not 100% sure. And I'm not looking for it. And you, some of you are like, well, what is it? What is it? I don't know. You're going to have to talk to some of these other shitheads. I think Andrea's behind this thing. Idiots. 
There it is. You see, Andrea says, hey, Jason Rogers, I'll add you. LOL, fucking A. Idiots. Every single one of you are idiots. Nick says, there is a group chat, but it's more of us just shooting the shit 90% of the time talking about life outside of Zane. All right, that's that's fine. Well, it's all fine. It, like it matters. Like it matters. Unbelievable. Okay, where are we here? God, I'm running out of time. These these shows go by too fast. Seriously. Let me get into this real quick. You guys remember Soho Karen? That was the chick in New York City, Mia Ponsetto. It was about January of 21 that she lost her fucking phone in the Uber. All right. And then when she was panicking because she couldn't find her phone, she saw the first black uh, kid, in this case, a kid, and said, you're black, you stole my phone. And then the kid's dad, who I guess is an accomplished jazz musician in New York, this is in Soho, New York, said, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. And it blew up. It was one of these many Karens uh, that we witnessed during the pandemic, and um, she was canceled. Well, there's an update. But before we get to the update, this is taken from when that all unfolded. And remember she was on Gail King? And Gail King, this is before she got arrested, okay? She was, uh, Gail King had her on, and she got all snippy with Gail King. And it, oh, God, it was incredible. Uh, let's uh, go back in time and, and watch that. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say, you're 22. All I right, get, I get it. it. Enough. The oh. hotel did have my phone. The hotel did end up having. So she goes, enough, Gail. Or, all right, Gail, enough. And then you see the, the lawyer go, Stop, stop, stop. They'll show that again. My phone. Mia Ponsetto, the 22-year-old woman who went viral after she falsely accused a black teenage boy uh-huh. of stealing her phone at a hotel in New York City, snaps at Gail King during an interview with CBS this morning. Okay, so basically, I'm I'm a 22-year-old girl. I am, I, I don't, I racism uh, is... I said, I, how is one girl accusing a guy? She was thinking that. You see her eyes go up and to the left. She wanted to say the N-word. She wanted to pull a Jamingo. Racism uh, is, I said, I, how is one girl accusing a guy? You could say it, honey. Go ahead. Just say it. I say it on my show all the time. Just say it. Come on. Just say your name is Nigel Iga. That's what I do on my show. Hey, yo, what are you going to do? A crime. In a virtual interview that took place hours before she was arrested in California, Ponsetto straight up snapped at the journalist, hand in the air and all. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. I get it. 
Enough. Oh. But before we dive into all that, Fuck let me hate. get you up to speed. On December 26, Ponsetto was seen on camera approaching a black teenager and his dad, jazz musician Keon Harold, in the lobby of NYC's Arlo Hotel. Are you kidding me? You feel like there's only one one iPhone made in the world? No, okay, then show me the show No, me my... you get get a life over yeah. there. Ponsetto accused the 14-year-old boy, Keon Harold Jr., of stealing her phone ultimately tackling him in this. an attempt to get the phone. Let Kids like, Daddy, Teddy, crazy white bitch is attacking me. We note that later her phone was found at the hotel. Harold it wasn't. It was in the Uber, and the Uber driver brought it back to the hotel. Harold captured the alleged assault in a one-minute video, matter. and the whole thing was also documented on the hotel's surveillance camera. Jesus. What, you, you, see, you see two black people? No, I'm not letting him walk away with my phone! Harold claims his son was the victim of racial profiling and harassment. Well, yeah, of course. That's the way it is. That's the way it goes nowadays. Now, back to that interview. They, they actually call that jamingoing nowadays. They don't even call it racial profiling anymore. They just call it a jamingo. I admit, yes, I could have approached the situation differently or maybe not yelled at him like that and made him feel, you know, maybe some sort of... Uh, but uh, it's a jamingoing, so it's all cool. I like how she has the hat that says daddy on it. Holy fuck. Superior way, making him feel as if I was like hurting his feelings because that's not my intention. I, I consider myself <laughs> to be super sweet. That, that look by King, that is the look of consider myself. fuck you. That is a skilled uh, display right there. The way she's like with her eyes half open and just the head tilt that she is saying with her face, fuck you, you dumb bitch. Oh my God. That is awesome. To be super sweet. On Thursday, Ponsetto and her lawyer sat down with King for a Zoom interview and she claimed she never meant to hurt the teen or his father. I don't feel that that is who I am as a person. I don't feel like this one mistake does define me, but I do sincerely from the bottom of my heart apologize that if I made the son feel as if I assaulted him or if I hurt his feelings. You, uh, it's, you did assault him. You touched him. Ponsetto also accused the musician of assaulting her. End of the day, the dad did end up uh, like slamming me to the ground and uh, pulling my hair and th throwing me and dragging me across the ground. That did so not happen. I, I will say that. When King pressed her to admit her alleged actions were wrong, Ponsetto did this. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. I get, get it. Enough. The hotel did have my phone. The hotel did end up having my phone. Please know Ponsetto's that. lawyer. Shut her down. Hush, hush. <laughs> enough. The hotel did have my phone. Ponsetto was arrested Thursday in California by the New York City Police Department. I'm not sure you're helping yourself here. And when E.T. asked her attorney about the interview, she explained, quote, In 20 years of legal practice, frankly, I have not encountered something this way in the sense that I started to question her well-being, and I am genuinely concerned for her mental health at this point. I told her to stop. I was adamant. I was stern, and she was making me feel uncomfortable, and everyone else feel uncomfortable, and it was enough. Her attorney revealed that she stormed out after the interview and has not been in contact with her since yesterday. Quote, I have a client that is not adhering to the advice that uh -oh. I'm giving them. It makes it difficult for me to move forward. 
It's a very sad story, yeah. though. Really, it is a very sad I story. It's a great story. Something sad about her we, and the fact that the trauma that she's she her ass kicked. This 14-year-old teenager through. Yeah. That's not okay. All right. So the update. The end of the story. There you go. So Ho Karen takes a plea deal. Avoids jail time for attacking the kid over the phone. It's taken this long. My God. Um, according to multiple news reports, the now 23-year-old pleaded guilty to charges of unlawful imprisonment in the second degree as a hate crime. Holy fuck. And second degree misdemeanor aggravated harassment. She's now required to serve two years of probation, which can turn into four years in prison if she fails to comply with the terms of her deal. So that's about it. So she's now on probation. I guess that's, I mean, she's never done anything in the past. I think the bigger punishment is publicly, you know? Ah, hey, Madison joins us. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hello, Madison. How are you? You good. You cool. Yeah, I'm on my podcast. I want to talk about sorority days. Is it called sorority days Saturday? Oh, dad's day. Dad's day. Because I have to go to class. You got to go to class right now. No, in an hour. Uh, okay. So everything's good. You, you What time did you go to bed? 5 a.m.? No. Okay, did you go to did you get all your homework done? Yeah. You uh you must be excited for Dad's Day Saturday. Mm. What time do I have to be there? Three. Be there at three and I stay till what time? Six. Do you think any of the girls would want to go to wrestling wrestling after? No. No? They don't no. they don't seem like wrestling fans of you? No. Okay, well, I might have to bring some friends over to wrestling afterwards. You want me to no, stay, huh? Anybody. You want me to bring the wrestlers to to Dad's no, Day? I don't want you to bring anybody. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's good. What are we gonna eat? Anything there? Are we having snacks? They have hot dogs. Okay, hot dogs, and then yeah. all the other dads are gonna be there, so I can meet the other dads. Am I an old dad, or am I a, like if you were to compare me to the other? Uh, young people in the sorority. Am I an old dad or am I right in the middle or am I young? I think you're right in the middle. Okay. Because I'm a 51-year-old dad there. That, I bet you that's that's the majority of them are in that ballpark. Yes. Are any of the sorority sisters firstborn? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that might I might have some young, some young dads there. Okay. And you said we're going to be playing lawn games? Like, uh, yeah. Hillbilly like, horseshoes or something, or like cornhole and stuff. Okay, okay. And uh, is there going to be keg stands going on? Um, I don't know. I don't think. Have don't you think done a, now? I don't you, even think we had a keg, so no. Have you done a keg stand yet in college? No, that would make me vomit. Did what did you think about your sister Jacqueline getting so intoxicated, uh, getting blackout drunk the other weekend? What What are your thoughts on that? I said it was her birthday, so she deserved it. She deserved to get drunk? I mean, it was her birthday. So she vomited all of Saturday. Oh, well, that wasn't fun. Yeah, that, that's what happens to you. It, 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 it hurts your soul when you do that. You know? she was not, I know she was not doing a good, she was not feeling good. 
I'm under the impression that every moment you've been speaking in this conversation, you've been yawning at the same time. Yeah, I literally just woke up. Okay. Do you want to share anything nice with the audience here? They all love you very much. Hello. I don't know. I don't have anything going on. I have finals. Okay. Yeah. Has anyone, I told the story about Ligma. Oh my God. That you had some mean person give you a $1 tip and they wanted you to lig. He want, he said Ligma, which means Ligma balls. As I, as you instructed me, you told yeah, me. Yeah. Really pissed me off. Yeah. You worked your ass off and, uh, and you did everything right. You didn't, um, uh, uh, like mess up or anything, did you? No, they came in 30 minutes before close, and I still got them out before close, and they were so angry for some reason. Oh, man. All right. Well, okay. That's That just sounds terrible. Sometimes that happens. I know. I hate it. I hate people. You're yawning right now. It's tired. Okay. Um, uh, so is this at the sorority house? Mm. Uh, you know what? Actually, actually, don't say that. I will find out the location from you. Okay. Okay. Because if yeah. we if we, if we talk any more about this, uh, we're gonna get visitors and they're not invited. They if they mm-hmm. if they show up out of the blue, I'm gonna ask them to leave. They're they're not dads. They have to. Okay. They're they're not invited to the party. Please don't show up. Yeah. Okay, we can't have those losers show up at the party. Not at Dad's Day. Okay, not at Dad's Day, no. Okay, hey, thank you. You're welcome, I love you. I love you too. All right, bye-bye. Okay. My God, yawning the whole fucking time. When I was her age, I was playing A Link to the Past on the Nintendo game system. Instead of going to school. <sighs> All right. Where was I? I think I'm done. So she gets probation, that crazy bitch. But yeah, pretty much canceled. Can you imagine trying to get a job if you're her? You pretty much have to change your name, right? Because your name, everybody knows your name. And all they have to, all they have to do is do a Google search on you. And even then, if they just think it's you and they put the name in and then they match up the face. So basically... You got to change your appearance too. That's the cost of doing business if you act like an asshole. All right. Speaking of assholes, I got the asshole of the day coming up. Wrapping up this show. If you have any suggestions as to who is the asshole of the day, I would love to hear those. Frank Fuss reached out to me. He writes, Eric, for now, talk that there is a special enrollment period to get affordable health insurance right now. Mypolicyshop.com. If you do not have health insurance, Frank the Tank will figure out if you qualify for this special enrollment period even if you missed the open enrollment last year. Also, when it comes to Medicare, do you know anyone near retirement or turning 65? He wants to make sure that if you need any help filing for Social Security or your Medicare Part A and B, or if 
any of you have a parent that has, or a loved one that has a 65th birthday coming up. He wrote, he pulled a Kenny. He wrote Frank, the talk Frank, the tank is the best blah, blah, blah. Keep it simple. And I, I wanted to say, uh, I have been, that's all what I've said. All of what you just said is what I say. Anyway, buyinsurancehere.com or mypolicyshop.com for Frank Fuss. Uh, For his services, you won't pay a dime. That, to me, is the most important thing to say. In addition to buyinsurancehere.com or mypolicyshop.com, there's a number. It's his. You can text it or you can call it 616-914-4070. Make sure you mention my name and he'll handle the rest. He'll send you a link for a scheduling, uh, for scheduling, an, ah, scheduling an appointment with him. So there you go. 616-914-4070. So Rick from TC Paintball was in here earlier. Uh, hey, we got to schedule a party. What the hell? When is the next event? Let's get it going. Uh, it's time to play outside, buddy. If you want to play outside this weekend, I suggest you call today to TC Paintball and book a time because it's filling up fast. TCPaintballGR.com. It is time to take the paintball wars outside, at least for Saturday. TCPaintballGR.com, fully stocked pro shop. They have everything you need uh, for your paintball adventures. And the whole idea of scheduling a party, you know, you, you carve out a couple hours with your group of people. Could be the neighborhood kids, could be people from the workplace, bachelor party, you name it. And you're basically hosted. So it isn't just you just run around and start shooting shit. Uh, you've got the teams divided up. You've got referees. You've got the full service entertainment experience at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Something else fun to do is uh, full house comedy. Plenty of comedy shows this weekend, fullhousecomedy.com. Now, when it comes to the wrestling thing, I don't know. I I don't want to commit to it on Saturday because right now I would say I would want to do that with you all. I would encourage you to go, and then we would hang out together. However, however, at the end of Dad's Day at the sorority, you know, I'm probably going to want to leave and go home and go to bed. At like seven o'clock. I can't spread myself too thin. I can't do that. And a basement that needs to get done. So I'm not going to commit to that. But good luck. Everybody, I hope you have fun at the wrestling event. I know Joey Williamson will be there. All right. Cole nomination. Asshole of the day. Uh, douche that Tyson punched and the guy that filmed it soaked in bleach says, don't forget Adam's cameo, Eric. I'm not doing that one live. It's a 10 minute short story. Boo 3304 asshole the day, Eric, for not giving us the location of the party. 
Nick says, asshole of the day, Dean, for living in the sorority house basement since Maddie got there. Yeah, speaking of, I haven't been uh, creeped out in watching that John Wayne Gacy documentary. I was creeped out watching that almost as much as seeing Dean take a picture with my family members. In five years, there's going to be a Netflix documentary with those pictures after my family is slaughtered. That's what's going to happen. My God. Uh, Sexy voice Andrea with a threat. We are coming over to paint after Bosco's in Berlin next Friday. If you don't have it done by then. Wow. Well, I didn't know you wanted to examine the end of my shotgun. Because if you are, that's what you're going to be looking at. Stay the fuck out. No. I don't want any of you scumbags in my house fucking painting. I'll paint my own fucking basement. How many times I got to tell you? I don't want some drunk, high, loudmouth, powerlifting skank showing up telling me to paint my fucking basement. Paint your own basement. Jesus. I'll paint my basement when you get internet that isn't fucking shitty. She can bench press you while you paint. All right. Asshole of the day. We're going to come paint your shit. Perpetual line steppers. Again, there is a line. You all can cross it. If you're talking, you're crossing it. No. Kyle, you're the same. You're the you're just as big of a uh, a culprit. Let's do an Eric Zane home makeover thing. We can get Zane out of the house and do all his work. No, fuck off. I want to do my own work. Leave me alone. Stay away. I'll hang out with you. I'll do anything you want, but stay the fuck away. You're lucky that you're allowed to come over in July, idiots. Stay out of my house. No. All right. That's it. Now I'm pissed. Assholes of the day are all zaniacs. There you go. Asshole of the day. Uh Uh-huh. You see what you did? That means Aram has gotten it twice this week. Actually, Aram is... Aram, hang on, because I haven't even seen him on here today. No, there he is. Aram has been very well behaved today. Except Aram. You're all assholes of the day, except Aram. So you can talk about that on your stupid group chat or whatever the fuck your Facebook group is called Eric Zane sucks cock or some shit. Bullshit. Okay, um... That's it. You know I love you. Thank you so much for being part of this. And I'll talk to you on Patreon. Have a good one, folks. Happy weekend. And bye-bye.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.